Cousin Internet, it's me, Cousin Todd, with Mama's Comedy Show. And with me is Cousin Ali. Hey! And next and to me is... Wait, what? Cousin Ed! Oh, Cousin Ed! Hey! Hey, Ed, how's it going? I'm okay. What's going on in your week, Ed? Um, you know, I got school. I only killed six students this oh, week. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, thank God he's. Thank God he doesn't listen to these podcasts. Um, did you see the? Uh, speaking of, did you see that um, Sandy Hook ad? What the the parents of Sandy Hook did an ad, um, uh, where it shows kids using their school supplies uh-huh. as a, a way of surviving a shooting, and. It's, it starts off, like, super innocently, where it's like, ah, my, my trapper keeper is great for taking notes. And then, you know, you see, like, this other girl, like, uh, this kid running through the hallway, and you hear shots behind him. He goes, I'm glad I got these new shoes. And then it's, like, a girl with long, knee-high socks, and she's sitting down, pulling off her sock, going, the clothes that my parents got me are great, and she's using the sock as, like, a tourniquet. On her friend who's been shot. Oh my God! And like the whole thing is this, like it's. I mean, I I will say it's disturbing. Yeah. But the whole message is, you know, you need to be aware of what kids have this potential, and but it was just so so dark. So what's their purpose? What's to the, just because I'm not getting it. No, their purpose is to. You know what? We can. We can. We can. Watch it. Um, let me look up. Uh, wow, Todd, that looks like a brand new phone. Yeah, the iPhone 11 Pro. Eleven thousand dollars. Uh, it was uh, fifteen hundred, but I went super maxed out, and I I get six hundred for my trade in. Ah, Sandy Hook. Um, school sh- uh, commercial. Yeah, because there's a lot that comes up when you just... Yeah, you just do Sandy Hook, good. Um, so while he's looking for that, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Oh. And I, we love starting it off in an upbeat fashion. <laughs> All right, so I, I got it. So This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school. These colorful binders help me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. Oh my god. These colored pencils too. These new socks? They can be a real lifesaver. Um the girl texting her mom. I love you, Mom. Stay in touch with my mom. Oh my god. The Sandy Hook promise. School shootings are preventable when you know the signs. They're saying, watch your kids. Like, if Josh is your kid right now, and he was in school. Any I, bag I, that he carries in, I I do not get that. 
You really don't? No, I don't it was, get it at all. It was one of those things where when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that's powerful. Because I, I get it that it's it's dark, it's the but whole, I don't see the point of it. It's the whole see something, say something thing. Um, you know, like well, I don't get that at all because no one's coming in with a gun. See something, say oh, something. Oh no, 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 no! It's like I got socks. Okay, I, I got that. I got. Yeah, yeah no, I uh, I think this is literally like. Um, I don't think it's as bad as when Peta like uh, would get those billboards that are outrageous or anything like that. I do think that this ad was inexpensive, mm-hmm. and it definitely got them news coverage. Yeah. Um, it's been. Uh, oh, speaking of. Uh, cousin Ed, everybody. Hi. Ed, we were. Make sure your microphone's on there. It's not. Is this? Well, he just told you it wasn't. You calling him there a liar? He is. Hi, Ali. Um, so whatever. We were just talking about the. Um, have you seen the Sandy Hook Promise <laughs> video? No. The school shooting thing. No. Right, I I know about Sandy Hook. I it, know about. Yeah, no, we're not gonna watch it again. But yeah, no, I I think it missed the mark. Oh, see, I hard. don't like like I I wanted to share it. Immediately, because I was like, "Fuck this! This is a, a message that uh, that really hits. Like, it strikes a, a chord in me that was no, unsettling." And, no, it's, it, but it, I think that's the purpose of it. I think the purpose of it is to just say, to may say something that's unsettling to no, show no, you no, something no, that's unsettling. Because no, at the end, the whole just to catch you up, Ed. The whole thing is it's kid using their school supplies to run for their lives during a school shooting. Hmm. Um, and then at the end, it's like, know the signs, uh, save a life, the Sandy Hook promise. It's the parents But what of, signs are they looking for in that commercial? What well, signs? They did, another the commercial, they did another commercial last year that was showing the kid by himself in lunch, and it was always in the background. That would have worked. But, but that was the sign. That's what they're saying is know those signs. So if it's a continuation. I don't know if it's... A, I wouldn't call it a I'm part like, two. It wouldn't, like, I wouldn't... I don't get signs from that at all. Well, like, it might be designed for a more intelligent audience, and that's, that's wow. fine. <laughs> wow. No, I, I, I think it was meant 100% to be controversial. You, you know, you see a girl pulling off her knee-high socks and using it as a tourniquet on her friends going, these new socks could be a real lifesaver. But she's like, everyone is thankful for the things that they were like, given. Like if they were, like if they, the purpose of this ad was to go, hey, use what you have on you to help save a life. Totally got oh, it. Yeah, no, I totally get that point. Yeah, that, it, that hammered that home. Use what you have. But learn I think they were going a little more. Lives. They were going real parody heavy at first. Yeah, no, I thought it was an SNL sketch at first. Oh no, like it looks like an SNL sketch. It in could the beginning. be. You know what I mean? It could be because it goes that kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But let's look at the real reality of it. It's fucking ridiculous right now. Oh no, it is. <sighs> you know, no, I like, just think like it's a powerful, powerful commercial. I just I don't mean, we have to, get the point. We have to pat people down before they come into our show to make sure they're not smuggling in jewels. Yeah. It's fucking vape pens. You don't have no illegal vape pens back there, do you? Mine's legal. Yo, yours is legal? Where are your papers? You <laughs> don't need papers. It's a, it's a pen. Oh. So it's a pen. You have a, a card? Hey, yeah, I think I could be the first person in well, history I love to ask the fa- Jewish people. Yeah, I was about to say, I love the fact that the really <laughs> white guy is asking the Jewish lady for papers. I thought it was <laughs> like, listen, oh my God. listen, you say what you will for the Nazis. They were organized oh my and God. everything was filed. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Um, they were clean. So anyway, speaking of speaking of people who want to swindle you out of money, <laughs> Ali, how was your week? Oh, <laughs> it was fun. Um, I got swindled out of eleven hundred and ten dollars. Yeesh. Yeah. What happened? Um, here's what ha- happened. Uh, 
I'll try to make it brief. Uh, I went in line to pick up my daughter at school, and my phone just starts going bing, 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 like email notifications. Yeah. And I look at it, and it's like a scroll. It's just they're, they're continuously coming in. And I had, um, by the time Adriana got in the car, I had about 200 emails. And it's all, welcome to, welcome to let's just say Spotify. Welcome, thank you for registering for this. Thank you for registering for that. And I'm like, I haven't registered anything. Please confirm your email. Please confirm your email. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So then I get home. I had 675 emails by the time I got home. And it's just full. So I put on Facebook, I'm like, has anyone heard of this? And I quickly changed my password on my Gmail. So I was like, somebody hacked my Gmail. They're just messing with me. Right. And a buddy of mine who's in IT goes, somebody's about to buy something. Because what they're doing is they're bombarding your email with all of this crap so that you miss the one email. They think you're going to just erase everything. And you're going to miss the one email that says, thank you for ordering this. Or here's where we're shipping this. Oh, shit. So I had to go one by one. By the time I've, I've probably had over 3,000 emails so far <laughs> in two days. Um, so that night, I, uh, I'm checking my bank account. I'm checking my credit cards. Nothing's being charged. I'm like, okay. And then um, I, see, I spot an email that says from GoDaddy, who hosts my website, um, says, thank you for making changes. If, the, if you didn't make these changes, you know, call us. So I call immediately. And I couldn't even get into the account. They had changed my password. They had changed. They did a two-part or two-verification code. They're like, "We need to have this code. We can't even get you in." And I was like, "I don't. I don't have that. I don't know what that is." So I said, "Let me. Let me figure something out." And then I went, "Oh shit!" So I checked my bank account. GoDaddy, eleven hundred and ten dollars for what? I, I, apparently, a website. Um, so I call the bank and I'm like, "Look, I've been defrauded. This is what's going on." So they they're like, "They canceled my." debit card they put my uh, account on hold um and I, I called GoDaddy again and they're like can we get these i said i don't have it i said i think somebody has messed with me i've just been charged 1100 from you guys and they're like whoa let's get you to the defraud part department so i talked to this woman and i let her know what's going on she goes wow okay uh let me see what we could do uh give me can you give me just the last four of the debit card that you would have on file and i gave her that and she goes yep there it is um, there, I see it now. It's $1,110 that they charged. I said, yes. I said, let me, uh, let me come in. Let me, uh, l- let me talk to my boss and uh, people at Fraud Protection right. see what we can do now. So she comes back in. She goes, I have good news and bad news. Good news is... We can did- give you that $10. Yes. <laughs> the good news is they didn't hack your debit card. They hacked your GoDaddy account. So they hacked the account, and they got your, we- your email from us, and then they got your, the last four digits of your debit card that's on here. But they changed all of the passwords so that they could set up a new account. And so they've set up a new ultra-premium website with, like, all the bells and whistles. And what I'm assuming is that they paid ahead for, like, three years or whatever yeah. for the whole mega business thing, which was $1,110. Now, GoDaddy were amazing. They were cool. They're like, we are refunding that immediately because my bank was like, it's going to take about 10 days. we got to wait for it to post. Then we set up a fraud thing, and I'm like, 10 days? I'm like, I'm an actor and comedian. I don't have $1,110 I can just waste. I'm like, that shit's spoken for. So how quickly did you start trying to sell your daughter? Oh, my God, immediately. <laughs> when the first email came in. Like, I drove off. She was running right. behind me. I was like, wait until I get a receipt. Yeah. Um, so, like, I... GoDaddy's like, what we're going to do is we're immediately going to refund it, so it, it hopefully will be in a couple of days that you get it back into your right. account. Um, what, we've shut it down. We've redone everything for your account, and blah, blah, blah. So 
that's what ha- happened. So I'm still waiting. I've got no money in my account. My account's still frozen. Um, but uh, do you know the website? The GoDaddy.com. No, no, no. The website that they bought. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know what they did because it was all on mine. I so bet you it was like a really good porn one, though. Probably. To quote Dwight Schrute. Ed, Jesus, shut up. Let Ali tell his story. God. Thanks, Todd. Cut him off every damn second. You're right. Like I was saying, (laughs) to quote Dwight Schrute. uh, Identity theft is a serious crime. Millions die every year. What? That's what he said on The Office. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't think the two things are related. (laughs) I I have had the... uh, Audacity. Yes. Um, <laughs> the third testicle? Uh, I had that removed. Uh-huh. Uh, it turns out it was actually my penis. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. before you, I'm not sure where you're going, but I found out some information tonight, Ollie. Yes, go ahead. You and I were talking earlier about Todd's bachelor party. Yes. There isn't one. You're not having a bachelor I, party? I didn't plan one. And, and he Dude. said the next Mama's show was going to be his bachelor party Mama's show. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not really a bachelor no. party. I'll be, I mean, I'll bring a stripper into the show. That's fine. Right. I can get that. I can handle that. James, was at, James actually said, do you want me to bring some of my, the girls from my show? And I went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want to go. We got to go to a strip club just so I can see a person that was in your last bachelor party spend way too much money. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't so want to mention it. I don't know. We, we won't mention his name. No. But this <laughs> this cat. I wasn't at his bachelor party last time. So. Yeah. Oh my god. This guy. This guy is. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we should do bachelor party. Oh shit! We. Okay. Oh, we can. Uh, if you go quickly, we can do yeah, a bachelor right. party. So Sorry. my bachelor party, this one guy comes and he's like... Uh, it's a good bachelor party if he comes. <laughs> he said, I, I don't have any money. I, I, gotta, I can't do the voice. Because if I do the voice, they're going to know, know immediately. Know he's like, I'm not going to spend any money. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have any money. Uh, I'll just you stand here. You guys were at Mons? Yeah, we were at Mons Venus. And he's like, I'll just stand here and watch. <laughs> like 20 minutes later... Me and Brad are standing there, and he comes up, and he's like, hey, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, why? What, what's going on? He's like, they're trying to charge me $300. I went, what? And he's like, this girl came over to me. I'm trying so hard to not do the voice. <laughs> he's like, this girl came over to me and said, like, she just started dancing, and she was like, do you want a, a dance? But she didn't say anything about money. Oh, and my God. He's like, so I sit down, and she danced, and I was like, very nice. And then <laughs> the next song started, and she just kept dancing. So he sat there for, like, four or five songs. You got four or five and then, and then they're like, all right, that, it was 200 and something. She's like, it was, it's 200 and something. He's like, I don't have any money. <laughs> how do you, I'm sorry. I know, how do, I know, how do you know, not dude, know that? I know. Oh, there also there another thing from that that same night, and this made it in, this made it in uh, to uh, Zombie Girlfriend, the mm-hmm. show that we did. Yeah, this is the real event that happened. So I'm standing there, this really very attractive stripper comes up, and I'm I'm next to my friend Brad, and she goes, "Hi, I'm Pandora," and, and he <laughs> uh, with without blinking just goes, "Hi," and he shakes her hand, he goes, "I'm Thor." And she, and she goes, you're not Thor. And he goes, okay, Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> Can we open your box? <laughs> I'm the Thor I can hardly pith. 
Uh, Ali, do you have a, a, a quick party ba- story? Yeah, we ended up like this is late into the bachelor party, and our friend Stan Benjamin. <laughs> Shows up late. We're at the dollhouse. I'm already hammered. The dollhouse? Yeah, we ended up at the dollhouse. Um, and I'm already gone. Um, well, at that point, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, um, two buddies of mine were sitting next to me, and Stan shows up, and he's like, uh, Ali, we didn't get any tequila together. I'm here. I was like, yay. So he goes to get a shot of tequila. Well, they didn't have any shot glasses anymore. So he brings me a rocks glass of tequila. It's almost three shots of tequila in this right. glass. And my buddy looks at my other buddy who's on the other side as I'm there. And he go, he, the way he tells the story, he goes, I looked at our friend and go, we need to get that away from him before he drinks it. <laughs> and I turn back around and you're done. Slamming it down. <laughs> done. Who did, and, who did that? Uh, me. I slammed you it down dr- and I'm you. already drunk. Um, so then my cousin Renee had bought uh, a lap dance. And so the girl's dancing and I pass out. Like, I pass out in the middle of the lap dance, and she just stands there and looks and goes, well, this is, again, what they're telling me, looks at, at Renee and goes, um, I guess I'll just stop. And he goes, uh-uh, I already paid. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I lived in Tampa, I was friends, like, and I'm not using that to, to, uh, to downplay this, literally just friends with a girl who worked at Mons. Okay. And, again, Beautiful girl, like they mm-hmm. they have. Oh, I love Mons. That's what they're known for. Is mm-hmm. just really beautiful girls. Beautiful girl, and she's fucking like one of those people that that you knew. She knows the game. Yeah, and she's like, it was it was money making for her. We're talking on the phone. Like this is like there are no cell phones at this time. Right. You know this this is like ninety eight. So you're going. That's that's the sound of me masturbating. Um, but uh, so. She calls me up after she gets off work, and I'm like talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, it's just, it was such a bad night." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." She's like, "Yeah, it was just a really, really a shitty night. I only made nine hundred dollars." Wow! Record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, you that with my and in nineties money. Yeah. Oof. No, I mean, for real. She Damn. she she was complaining yeah. that she only made nine hundred that night. Oh, because she makes way more than that every night at Mons. Yeah. Oh, dude. And that she didn't have like a drug habit. She wasn't a, a drinker. She was. She had a daughter mm-hmm. that she was like, yeah, I'm just taking care of my daughter. And she was one of the. She like had it worked out. She's like, look, if I do this for ten years, the way I'm putting my money away, I'll be able to retire. And I was like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's extra. That's you. way extra. <laughs> my only good strip club story is that when I was is this part the- of your bachelor party or um, doing bachelor party stories. Okay. Well, you Give us lie. a good one. Give me a one. Yeah, um, lie. I, Tell it was in it. My yeah. bachelor party story. Um, uh, we went on the Have a Nice Day bus mm. with Have a Nice Day I remember cafe. that thing, yeah. Yeah, and we were on, the, we were on that bus, and, and uh, we did a, uh, a bar crawl in downtown Orlando, and I wound up uh, asleep in my front yard of my apartment complex. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my, there's a stripper story though that it doesn't have anything to do with a, a bachelor party, but uh, it's much more interesting is, um, when I was living in New York, I was dating the girl who was the bartender at the strip club uh-huh. she wasn't a stripper herself. Right. And, uh, the thing about that is that when you go to the strip club to see your girlfriend, all the strippers like hang around you. Mm-hmm. Because you're the bartender's boyfriend, right? So guys would come up to me like all the time, be like, "Dude, how much do you like lay out? You got like four women around you all the time." <laughs> He's like, "Are you are you just like you know 
uh, making it rain constantly. It, yeah. know, I don't know that we said make it rain back in '96, but the <laughs> but he, uh, I said no, I'm dating Ashley. <laughs> like oh 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 okay, so oh, they're me not too. So they're not interested. <laughs> they're not interested in you at all. No, not no. really. No. I um I heard. I and I, can I just say something yeah, real quick, yeah. and we're gonna get back to what you heard. I get really upset by the what I know now by hanging out with those women. Okay. What do you mean well, those women? The women who worked at the strip club. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just how Hold on, we lost we lost your mic. Oh no. It's not a good story anyway. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, we'll put you back. Go ahead and try talking. Hello. Tap it. Oh, tap, I got tap, you. Tap, tap it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um no, I just how uninterested they are. And I knew they weren't interested in the men. You know, we're giving them money, whatever. How uninterested they are in sex in general. You would be amazed at how many, I would say probably the highest percentage of strippers are asexual. It's not that they're bisexual or, you know. Getting molested by a stepdad does that. They just yeah. don't Jesus care. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> sorry. It just, it's, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's I don't know. It just there's something about it just bugs me, and I'm not sure what it is. Hmm. But it um, really bugs so, me. Uh, so this was the um, <laughs> the the Somewhat worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard was was at a strip club. And let me preface this by saying I am not a connoisseur of strip clubs by any stretch of the imagination. Why would, why would anybody? It's be? called connoisseur. Why would anybody be? What a waste of money. Um, well, I mean, there are people that have that money to waste, and they. I love strip I clubs. I haven't I been in a long time. But I love I've, money. I've been to strip clubs in the, <laughs> around this country. So there's a place Through in that. Vegas called uh, the Spearmint Rhino. Yes, the Spearmint Rhino. And um, I've been to that with the one in L.A. I I, w- I used to go out to Vegas three times a month uh, for work, and one of the guys I was working with was a high roller. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this dude would just pull in so much money every week, and. Um, we go to Spearmint Rhino mm-hmm. with a casino host. Okay. The casino host, for those of you who don't know, is the guy whose job it is to make sure the high roller is happy. Right. No matter what. If you're like, I want a goat in my room at 3 a.m., <laughs> yeah, the guy will get a goat to come to your room. So it's that type of, of guy. So we go to Spearmint Rhino. The, the high roller is with us, or the high roller is there, and the casino host is with us as well. Mm-hmm. As soon as we walk in, the manager of the Rhino uh, immediately walks up, and this guy, the casino host, is just like, Brittany, Cindy, Susan, Sherry. He's just listing off girls off the top of his head. Cinnamon, Mercedes, Corolla. <laughs> you can just make them up, and there's girls <laughs> exist. Um, but the minute we sit down, there's a girl literally sitting on the edge of each of our knees. And I was like, this is so weird, mm-hmm. because it's not like, it doesn't feel like any strip club that you've been to where, you, where a girl will walk up and start talking to you. It was just like, oh, here you go. This is yours. Right. And um, so the casino host was married. Had, this is where we get to the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, God. It was the worst slash best slash <laughs> most awful thing I've ever heard. Um, so he's fucking one of the strippers like on the side. So we okay. all sit down. He immediately takes a stripper out to the van and fucks her and then comes back and I'm talking to him because I'm like, wow, man, that was like, it, in my head, I was like, that's fucking heavy. Yeah. And, and I asked him, I was like, you know, like, are you worried that, you know, what if your wife finds out? Here we go. Oh, God. And he goes, she's got two kids and no education. Where the fuck is she going to go? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it was one of those things that was so 
like that's good fellas so brutal uh-huh that i couldn't believe that it was actually real but he was <laughs> being he was being genuine. genuine yeah so anyway uh james speaking Hi. of strippers uh, James. I'm not a stripper. I'm a burlesque performer. It's different. Yeah, and that's all the time we have for the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. Uh, but we should talk about what we learned tonight. So, Ali. Yes. What did you learn tonight? I learned that Ed's um, front yard apparently is very, very comfortable and conducive to sleeping. Ed. What did you learn tonight? Well, it's not just what I learned tonight. It's what I learned tonight in conjunction with what I learned this afternoon while listening to the uh, Kelly Carlin show on Sirius XM. Um, Jeff Foxworthy. Not a paid sponsor. Not a paid no. Sponsor. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy was the guest, and he was talking about how there are certain people who can tell stories, and there are certain people who can't. And then you don't really have like a way that you can learn how to tell a story. You're either a good storyteller or you're not. And I think with you... You're a good storyteller because that that story really didn't have a very interesting ending, and it, and if it did, it was brutal and awful. Right. All right. If I was to tell that story, everybody would have checked out about halfway through. And like I'm they're not doing being, right now. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be uh, self-deprecating. Right. I'm just saying I I admire your storytelling ability, and I wish I had it. Well, I'm I'm minorly envious. Let me let me tag this onto what you just said. Uh, I've mentioned this to you before. Ed Ali does a shit ton of stand-up comic comedy. Ed ha- used to do stand-up, but he doesn't do it anymore. But I because like, I bored the audience. No, that's but why. I feel like Ed was a storyteller, and that's what I enjoyed about his set. Yeah. Mm. it wasn't set up joke. Yeah, uh, James, in your brief time with us, what did you <laughs> learn tonight? That you and Ed like to stroke each other's cocks. Yeah, yeah. You learned learn that tonight. You <laughs> uh, And what did you learn, Todd? I learned something tonight, too. And he doesn't do it very well. I learned that uh, next week, uh, on Friday night, so what is that? The 27th. Yes. Yes. It's going to be at Mama's My uh, Bachelor Party Show, and I really need to find Pandora. (laughs) Uh, She's... We got Thor. (laughs) (laughs) We're Mama's Comedy Show. We'll be here every Friday night at 10 p.m. Call 407-363-1985. You can find me, Todd, on Twitter at Totters uh, or Instagram at Totters or Xbox Live and Snapchat at DDPooPoo, D-O-O-D-I-E-P-O-O-P-O-O. Allie, where are you? Uh, You can find me on GoDaddy.com. He's crying. (laughs) Uh, Ed? <laughs> Wait, James, where can people find you? Get, at least come for your plug. Oh, thank you so much. You can find me and information about my burlesque show at corsetsandcuties.com. And Ed, where can people find you? In the pit of despair. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next <coughs> week. There's no hope of escape. Bye. 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 Bye.